Welcome to the Proper Lookout Podcast, published by the Statutory Insurance Group of McCabe Kerwood. In this series, our CTP experts will discuss a range of topics, sharing their thoughts on an industry trend or an intriguing legal issue, explaining the intricacies of an important case, and hopefully imparting some of the knowledge that they have gained. Hi, listeners, and welcome to another episode of the Proper Lookout Podcast. I'm here today with my colleague, Ilke Antipazumu. Hi, everyone. We are here today to discuss the case of NRMA versus Gurubuz Aslan. Thanks, Ilke. Listeners, I'm just going to talk to you a little bit about the two principles that we're going to cover during today's podcast. The first being that when a claims assessor is determining an application for exemption, he or she must ask whether the claim is suitable for assessment and not whether it is capable of assessment within CARS. This means that suitability and capability are two different things. And the second being where Section 100 directions are not enforceable. Ilke, tell us a little bit more about the case. So NRMA sought judicial review of a claims assessor's decision to reject the insurer's application for a discretionary exemption. NRMA sought orders setting aside or declaring the decision of a claims assessor to be invalid and for the matter to be remitted to the State Insurance Regulatory Authority for determination of the plaintiff's application for discretionary exemption according to law. The first defendant was involved in a motor vehicle accident on 2 January 2015. At the time of the accident, the first defendant was employed at Westpac as a local business banker. The first defendant was on Christmas leave at the time of the accident however, returned to work as scheduled in mid-January 2015. Now, Renee, can you please tell the listeners a little more about when the first defendant returned to work? Thanks, Ilke. Sure. So, listeners, upon the first defendant's return to work, he alleged that he had significant physical difficulties which caused his work performance to suffer. The first defendant alleged that Westpac placed him under additional stress and increased his performance measures to unreasonable levels. The first defendant was dismissed in May 2016, he alleged due to his physical difficulties from the motor vehicle accident. NRMA then made an application for discretionary exemption of the first defendant's claim under Section 921B of MACA. The basis of the insurer's application was that the first defendant made false or misleading statements pursuant to 14.16.11 of the guidelines. NRMA relied upon the fact that the first defendant failed to disclose that he suffered anxiety and depression as a result of work performance and disciplinary issues at Westpac before the motor vehicle accident. NRMA asserted that it was these pre-existing conditions and issues which ultimately led to the first defendant's dismissal from Westpac which was unrelated to the motor vehicle accident. Ilke, can you please tell the listeners a little bit about what happened next? Sure. Now, NRMA asserted in its application for discretionary exemption that the claim could not be assessed at CARS unless NRMA had access to certain documents which had the potential of defeating the first defendant's claim for a loss of earnings. NRMA asserted that it required access to the first defendant's employment records at Westpac and to documents in connection with unfair dismissal proceedings brought by the first defendant against Westpac in the Fair Work Commission. 
the claims assessor dismissed NRMA's discretionary exemption application and decided that the matter was suitable to be assessed at CARS as the necessary documents could be obtained via Section 100 directions and that the CARS process provided the insurer with the opportunity to test the claimant's credit. Renee, can you please give us a rundown of how the court decided the matter? Thanks, Ilke. The court decided this matter on two grounds. The first being that during the proceedings, the insurer referred to the case of NRMA versus Coloured regarding the proper interpretation of Section 921B of MACA. The relevant and important excerpt from the case of NRMA versus Khaled, which the insurer relied upon, was read as follows. There is an obvious and indeed material difference between whether or not a matter can be dealt with in the CARS process in the sense of being capable of being dealt with in that way and whether it is not suitable to be dealt with in that way. In that sense, capability is not the same as suitability. The terms of Section 921B required the assessor to consider and focus upon the latter question. So, Renee, does this mean that the claims assessor apply the wrong test? Yes, Ilke, that's exactly right. The question that the claims assessor was required to ask herself was whether the claim was not suitable for the assessment in CARS. However, the claims assessor misdirected herself and incorrectly asked whether she was satisfied that this claim was capable of assessment in CARS. Associate Justice Harrison found that the claims assessor applied the wrong test. In doing so, the claims assessor misunderstood or misconstrued the scope and nature of her power pursuant to Section 921B of MACA and incorrectly exercised that power in determining the insurer's application. Associate Judge Harrison confirmed that the claims assessor's decision constituted a constructive failure to exercise jurisdiction, and it was an error on the face of the record. Ilke, can you tell us a little bit more about the second grant that was found in this case? I sure can, Renee. The claims assessor refused NRMA's application for exemption upon an assumption of fact that Westpac would comply with the Section 100 direction and produce the relevant documents. Now, NRMA submitted that Westpac had not produced the documents and the claims assessor had no power to enforce compliance with the direction to Westpac. NRMA asserted that the claims assessor refused NRMA's application on the basis of a wrong assumption as to a critical fact which caused her to fall into an error of law. NRMA citing... NRMA versus Quanksa. The court agreed that the claims assessor had no power to enforce compliance with the Section 100 direction. Renee, why don't you sum up what the final decision was? Thanks, Ilke. So listeners, Associate Judge Harrison found that the claims assessor made two jurisdictional errors. The claims assessor's decision, which refused the insurer's application for exemption pursuant to Section 921B of MACA, was quashed. The matter was remitted to the State Insurance Regulatory Authority to be dealt with according to law. Now, Ilke, let's talk a little bit about why this case is important. Can you let us know a few important principles that have come out of this case? Sure can, Renee. Now, this case is important as it demonstrates that a claims assessor needs to consider whether a matter is suitable for assessment 
and not whether it is capable of assessment, as they are two different considerations. This decision also affirms the considerations that the claims assessor has to take into account when arriving at a conclusion regarding discretionary exemption applications dealing with false and misleading statements. Renee, can you please tell us more about another case that expands on this principle? Thanks, Ilke. This case expands on the principle of suitability, which was also discussed in NRMA versus Taylor. The court's reasoning in relation to the Section 100 direction is not entirely clear. No distinction is drawn between a direction made under Section 100 and a subpoena. Possibly, one distinction is the power of arrest, which CARS does not have. The decision supports an argument that the availability of a Section 100 direction to procure critical information is insufficient to defeat an application for exemption. Thanks, listeners, for joining us in this episode of the Proper Lookout podcast, where we discussed the case of NRMA versus Gurubiz Aslan and our discussion on the difference between suitability and capability. Thanks, listeners. That's all for now. Thanks so much. Hope you tune in next time to another episode of the Proper Lookout podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Proper Lookout podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. For more information on anything discussed, please contact Peter Hunt at peter.hunt at mccabecurwood.com.au or visit our website to see McCabe Kerwood's full team of specialists.